Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Tuesday, December 10th, 2019, and welcome to episode number 765 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS, Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start first start things off with our Wrestling News and Views Here segment, which we brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, representing here tonight by, by of course, our 2000 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, like I said, representing here tonight by the one and the only, the Ice Man himself, J.D., Jared D. Geronimo, of course, J.D., the 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Of course, also tonight, coming from the talk shoe chat box, once again, bringing us tonight's wrestling history and birthdays, is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, of course, is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you uh, WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com as well. Before we get underway to with tonight's itinerary for tonight, let us welcome, of course, J.D. and John to what should be an extremely um, bombastic and explosive episode 765 of Revolution. Good to be here. Thank you very much, sir, Jamie. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed here tonight <clears throat> uh, comes to us from one of our veteran groups here in the WWS radio network. That group is, of course, called WWS Nitro Thunder. If you care to join us for our live video feed for Revolution episode 765, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash Nitro Thunder Lives. And if you also and if you also care to join us through talkshoe.com, the phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND to match the six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here today, tonight, which, of course, which is, will include, in addition to our news and views of history and birthdays, we will, of course, have a lot to say here, of course, talking about the Raw going into this Sunday's TLC event. 
Uh, what were the ups and what were the downs and maybe more ups and downs and more downs and ups. We'll just have to, we'll, we'll let you be the judge of what we have to say here tonight. Plus also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have some wrestling experts coming your way here as well. Hopefully we'll get to hear from some more folks here coming up here in just a little while. In the meantime here, folks, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get underway here. Not underwear, underway here <laughs> with our wrestling news and producer statement. And of course, here to bring it to us, representing King Ice tonight is the Iceman himself. Of course, we all know him as JD <clears throat> and also the mayor of the island of beautiful men. But that's, that's another story. <laughs> the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. JD, what's going on here in the wrestling news scene tonight? JD. I'm back. Okay, you're on. Okay. Monday night's WWE Raw television show averaged 2.15 million viewers, according to showbuzzdaily.com. Viewership was down from the 2.208 million from a week ago. The first hour did 2.25, hour two did 2.20, and the final hour did 1.99. The Monday night football game led the night, however, with 11.3 million viewers for ESPN. That saw the New York Giants, however, lose in overtime 23-17, to despite the fact, however, they were up 17-3 to at halftime. In that game, Eli Manning went 15-30, of however, throwing between a buck 82 to 203 yards and two touchdowns. He was sacked twice, however, on the night. Meanwhile, Carson Wentz, 33-33 of 50, with two touchdowns, however, and despite three sacks, threw between 300 to 325 yards, however. Meanwhile, however, as reported earlier, <clears throat> before we went on the air tonight, however, according to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observers, WWE Tribute to the Troops reportedly will not air on television this year. It is unknown why the event won't air. Matches were taped last Friday at the Marine Corps Air Station New River Marine Corps Base Camp in Jacksonville, North Carolina, but not for TV. WWE has aired the event every year since 2003. Here are the results from that event. Humberto Carrillo and Kevin Owens defeated Drew McIntyre and Andrade. Oscar and Carly Zane with hand over Sarah Logan and Natalya. The Street Profits defeated Ryder and Hawkins. The OC of Gallows, AJ, and Ricochet, Heller, and Carl Anderson, Ricochet, and the Viking Raiders. And in the boot camp match, Seth Rollins defeated Eric Rowan, believe it or not. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, believe it or not, however, tonight's episode of Raw's so abruptly and due to a timing issue. Tonight's episode went off the air exactly at 11 o'clock when the announcers were still talking and the U.S. Championship main event match had just finished, however, believe it or not. Meanwhile, however, speaking of last night's Raw, however, comicbook.com, however, believe it or not, and Carter Casey recently talked with WWE superstar Rusev. Below are some of the highlights. On wanting to give the fans what they want, Russo said, if that's what they want, of course I'm going to give them what they want because I care what they think. And I want them to be happy every time when they see me. When I want them to be like, man, Rusev, Rusev Day. So yeah, we're running full on it, hell. We're full on running with it. And I love seeing it. I love all the fan support. It's just amazing to see that something can be gone for so long with people's love and appreciation, they bring it back. And now it's running wild, brother. His thoughts on Rusev Day is a gimmick and how he wanted to kill at one point. Rusev said the following, I feel it's like, real, like it's real, man. I think it's organic. After the first Rusev Day run, we did great, and all of a sudden there was nothing for it, one reason or another. But then, after that, it was done. I wanted to kill Rusev Day forever. I wanted to be done. I hate, like, repeating stuff, right? But at the same time, now the people have embraced it so well. I mean, I can't fight it, however. Meanwhile, however, 
in other news, however, another number one team went down and picked the big one tonight, Howard. Texas Tech upset the Louisville Cardinals at the Jimmy B Classic, Howard, Madison Square Garden. It's the Cardinals, the fourth number one team to lose this season. As a result, the Red Raiders, however, beat the Cardinals 670-57, while in other games going on tonight, Howard, Baylor is beating Butler right now in the first half, 29-15. Kansas is leading Milwaukee by 21, midway through the second half, 73-52. And Penn State barely edged Maryland, 76-69 in action. And finally, however, believe it or not, however, actor Philip McKeon, who is best known as the role of Tommy Hyde on the old 1970s and early 80s show Alice, which spawned, of course, a movie two years before it came out in 1974 called Alice that doesn't live here anymore, believe it or not, starring Vic. Tayback as Mel Sharples, however, and who also reprised his role in the TV show of Alice that also started Linda Lavin and also Holly Holiday, better known to you as Florence Jean Castleberry, Flo, however, and Lavin, of course, playing the role of Alice Hightower, who played Linda's son, Tommy Hightower, and the brother of actress Nancy McKeon, who, of course, was known to you as Joe Polachek on the TV show Facts of Life, passed away today at the age of 80, excuse me, I said the wrong number. Passed away at the age of 55, however. McKeon, of course, however, had been hosting, however, believe it or not, however, believe it or not, a, 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 I guess Charlie Sheen had plenty to say about his good friend, believe it or not, however, and had plenty to say about him, about this, about Phillips passing earlier today. Shared some wonderful moments in the trenches with him many moons ago. Over the past few decades, he was a perfect gentleman and an ambulant spirit, however, to say the least, however. McKeon, of course, as we said, however, died this morning after battling a long-time illness, however. Meanwhile, however, his uh, fellow spokesman, Jeff Ballard, said this about Phil's passing, however. We are all beyond heartbroken and devastated over his passing. His wonderful sense of humor, kindness, and loyalty will be remembered by all those who crossed his path in life. So our thoughts and prayers are with Phil's friends and family tonight, including his sister, Nancy. Thank you very much there, J.D. And, of course, our thoughts and prayers here at the Radio Network go out to the family of this uh, this fine actor here, of course. Like I said, of course, if you remember, his his sister was the one who was in the Facts of Life, right? Nancy, yeah, she was Joe. She was Joe, and he, of course, was uh, the star in, uh, like I said, Alice with Linda Lavin, Beth Howland, of course, who was Vera, of course, Polly Holiday, who, of course, was Miss Diesel. Deagle, I said Diesel, Teagle in Gremlins, however, and also, believe it or not, however, other superstars include Dave Madden from the uh, Partridge family, and of course, also uh, Diana, I think there were some other stars of that show, too, that included, uh, and I think Diana Lab was one of them, however. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Diane, yeah, Diane Ladd and Celia Weston, however, believe it or not. And, of course, it made its debut, however, believe it or not. Uh, like I said, uh, in August of 1976, the last episode in aired March of 1985. Eight years, however. The first year it aired, the rating was ranked number 30, rating of 20. The last season, 58. Rating of 12 and half, the highest it ever was, was in season four, believe it or not, with a 25.3 rating, however, and ranking number four, believe it or not. But uh, in the final three years, it went 41st, 25th, and 58th, however. And in fact, at one point, however, in 1979, it tied with MASH, believe it or not, however. And also, in 1983, tied with CBS's Tuesday Night Movie, Knight Rider, and Webster, 
October of 83, from October 83, but yeah, the biggest season was from September of 79 through April of 1980, where it was in the top five that year. Oh my goodness. It was a great show, and I saw a little bit of it myself a long time ago, so I mean, I, I, it was a great show, nonetheless. But our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of this great actor here. May may he may he truly be missed. By all means, God bless. And of course, the ice. Of course, JD, along with King and W. O. Dwarf T. Smith, is King Ice. Your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, you always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape. You cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. <clears throat> and now let's see what John has here in our recent history and birthdays here for today, December the 10th. 47 years ago today, which would put it back at 1972, in Rice Lake, Wisconsin, Ric Flair makes his professional wrestling debut against George Gadaski as the match is a 10-minute time limit draw. 46 years ago today, which was put it at, I do believe, yes, 1973 in New York City, Bruno San Martino defeated Stan Stasiak to win the WWF title. The win made San Martino the first man to win the title more than once. San Martino kept that record until Hulk Hogan became the second man to win the title more than once in April of 1989. San Martino would go on to hold the title from 1973 through 1977 until he dropped the title to superstar Billy Graham. 44 years ago today, which we put it at 1975 in Miami, Florida, Terry Funk defeated Jack Briscoe to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. The win made the Funk brothers the first and to this day only brothers to hold the NWA World title. 20 years ago today, which would put it at, let's see, 1999 in Osaka, Japan, Tenru defeated KJ Muto, who of course we know him as the great Muda, to win the IWGP heavyweight title. Uh, let's see, 19 years ago today, put it at the year 2000, WBF presented Armageddon from the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center in Birmingham, Alabama. 14,920 were in attendance with 465,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, up from 371,000 for the 1999 edition. Armageddon still remains the only WWF pay-per-view event ever held in Alabama. They're just like us, man. WWE is not paying any attention to a lot of these places doing these pay-per-views. <laughs> My goodness. In a pre-show Sunday night heat match, I'm here.
Ladies and gentlemen, sorry about that. Apparently, I must have had a had a uh, <clears throat> I had a uh, snafu with the internet. Apparently, a missile went out on me while we was, of course, talking during our wrestling history and birthdays. But we're back on here now. Uh, so again, ladies and gentlemen, my my humblest my humblest apologies here as we tried, of course, to to uh, get back on track here. Um, we were, of course, let me see here. Um, let me see here. Uh, yes, we were talking about Armageddon from the year 2000. Uh, let me go back to that here. Sorry about that. <clears throat> the Radicals defeated the Hardy Boys and Lita in a traditional Survivor Series elimination match, with Dean Malenko being the sole survivor when he defeated Lita. William Regal defeated Hardcore Holly to retain the European title with interference from, of all people, Raven. Hmm. Val Venus defeated China. Chris Jericho defeated Kane in a last man standing match. It's the third last man standing match in WWF history. Edging Christian defeated Road Dogg, the Dudley Boys, and the right to censor to win the tag team titles for the fourth time. This is Road Dogg's last WWF pay-per-view match until the 2012 Royal Rumble. Chris Benoit defeated Billy Gunn to win the Intercontinental title. Ivory defeated Trish Stratus and Molly Holly to retain the women's title in a triple threat match. And in a Hell in Cell match, which featured six men, Kurt Angle defeated The Rock, Rikishi, Triple H, Stone Cold, and The Undertaker to retain the WWF title. Of note, this is <clears throat> this is Rikishi's, The Rock's, and Kurt Angle's first Hell in a Cell match, and it would also be the last. And also, this is The Undertaker's first Hell in a Cell match since WrestleMania 15 in 1999, and his fifth Hell in a Cell match. He would not compete in the cell until October of 2002 at No Mercy. This is Triple H's second Hell in a Cell match, and also Stone Cold's second Hell in a Cell match since June of 1998. In the middle of the match, Vince McMahon, Pat Patterson, and Gerald Briscoe commandeered a truck and ripped the cage door off his hinges, similar to what Kane did at Bad Blood in 97. But, of course, he did it with his own hands. As they were set to destroy the whole thing, Mick Foley came out to put a stop to enforce Vince McMahon to be taken away by the police. All six eventually made their way to the outside of the cell, in where in which the Undertaker did another infamous hell in the cell moment, a choke Sammy Rikishi off the top of the cage through the flatbed of the truck. It's the first multi-man match of the uh, first multi-man hell in the cell match until 2011 when John Cena defends the title in a dark match in the same cell against Alberto Del Rio, CM Punk, Dolph Ziggler, and Jack Swagger, and also the first Armageddon matches were both Stone Cold and the Undertaker. That's Austin's first and last. And the Undertaker's first and last until 2004. Twelve years ago today, which we put it at 2007, WWE presented the Raw 50th anniversary of the arena at Harbor Yard in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The show was filled with cameos and returns. First, the return of Sonny, her first Raw appearance since June of 1998. Also, Mae Young's and also the Godfather's first appearance since 2002. Howard Finkel's first Raw appearance as well since 2002. Bastion Booger's first Raw appearance in 1994 as he wrestled Bam Bam Bigelow in his final Raw match. Pat Patterson's and Gerald Briscoe's first Raw appearances since 2002. And Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, of course, better known as the Brooklyn Brawlers, for first appearance since 1994. And now here is, of course, the matches in the segments. Jeff Hardy defeated Carlito to retain the Intercontinental title in a ladder match. RVD defeated Santino Morella in just 44 seconds. This was Van Damme's first match back since, since leaving the company because he was tending to his wife cancer at the time. This would be his last appearance until the 2009 Royal Rumble 
Van Dam's first one-on-one -on -one match back would be in July 2013 on Raw against Chris Jericho. Evolution defeated Rated RKO and Umaga by DQ. His original was supposed to be an Evolution reunion with Orton, Flair, Batista, and Triple H since 04, but Orton refused to participate in the group and brought out Edge and Umaga to make it a six-man tag team match. Hornswoggle versus The Great Conley ended in a no contest with Hulk Hogan making the save for Hornswoggle. Unfortunately, it would be Hulk Hogan's last appearance until February 2014, and this was Hogan's first Raw appearance since 2006. Also making his return to the show was Eric Bischoff. This was Eric Bischoff's last WWE appearance until the 2017 Hall of Fame, and his last Raw appearance until the 25th anniversary of Raw, as he was confronted by Chris Jericho because of what Bischoff did to Jericho in 2005. <clears throat> the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, defeated Al Snow, Bart Gunn, Bob Backlund, Joint the Clown, Flash Funk, Gangrel, Gilbert, IRS, Jim Neidhart, Pete Gass, Repo Man, Scotty Tuhati, Sergeant Slaughter, Skinner, Steve Blackman, and the Goon in a raw 50th anniversary battle royal. And this would be uh, this is a, be a list of the people who had not competed on Raw in years. This is DiBiase's first Raw match since 1993. Al Snow's first Raw match since 2003. Bart Gunn's first match on Raw since 99. Bob Backlund's first Raw match since 95. Doink's first Raw match since 2001. Flash Funk's first Raw match since 1998. <clears throat> Gangrel's first Raw match since 2000. Gilbert's first Raw match since 1999. And his first Raw appearance since 2003. IRS's first Raw match since July 17, 1995. His last match was when he wrestled against Shawn Michaels. Jim Neidhart's first Raw match since December of 97. Pete Gass's first Raw match since 2000. Repo Man's first Raw match since 1993. Scotty Tuhati's first Raw match since 2002. And Sergeant Slaughter's first Raw match since 2005. Skinner's first Raw match since 93, Steve Blackman's first Raw match since 01, and the Goons' first ever match on Monday Night Raw. Also, Cody Rhodes and Hardcore Holly defeated Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch to win the tag team titles. This is Hardcore Holly's first tag team title reign since 1999, and also his third tag team title reign since that year, as well when he teamed up with, with, with the 1 2 3 Kid in 1995 and Crash Holly in 1999. Ken Kennedy, that's Kennedy, defeated Mar Marty Jannetty. This is Marty Jannetty's first Raw match since 2005. Also making their returns to Raw to shut Jillian Hall up was Trish Stratus and Lita. This is Trish's first Raw appearance since September of 2006, and Lita's first Raw appearance since November of 2006. And these are their last appearances of the Trish returns in December 2008. Team up with John Cena against Beth Phoenix and Santino Morella. And also Lita's first Raw appearance since November of 2010. And Vince McMahon presented the greatest superstar of the year until he was interrupted by Mankind, The Undertaker, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Six years ago today, we put it at 2013, WWE announces that WrestleMania 31 would take place at the new Levi Stadium. Some WWE superstars were on hand for the announcement, as well as 49ers tight end Vernon Davis. <laughs> yeah, talk about a tight end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> One year ago today, 2018, on Raw from San Diego, Seth Rollins cuts a massive powerbomb on uh, Court Jester Corbin, booking a match between the two in a TLC match. The first tables and ladders to share his match on Raw since 2013, when CM Punk battled Ryback for the WWE title.
And also, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable won the Raw Tag Team titles over the Authors of Pain and Drake Maverick. And also, one birthday to uh, also one birthday to report here. Happy 35th birthday to one half of the Tag Team Crime Time, JTG. Happy birthday. And John said, that's all he's got here. Uh, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> that's all we got here for the Raw History and Birthdays here for tonight. So, John, we thank you very much there, sir. And JD, thank you very much for the wrestling news and views here for tonight. Here, indeed. Let's give the number one more time here, folks. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is, of course, episode number seven hundred sixty five. Thirty five episodes away from eight hundred, folks. Already thirty five of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution, of course, coming in tonight, uh, t- Tuesday, December tenth, twenty nineteen, nine fifty eight p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, along with the Ice Fan, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. <clears throat> and I do believe we may have somebody else here. Let me double check here and see. Uh, yes. Okay. As a matter of fact, I do see who this is. He is, of course, a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. And he's also a part of the team that brings you WWS, uh, a, a contributor, of course, to WWS Raw Radio. Of course, every Monday afternoon, as we say on TalkShoe.com, as well as, of course, <clears throat> of course, uh, he's known as known as the Heartbreak Kid in our radio network circles. And of course, if you think about our six, yeah. think about that classic, yeah, think, think about that, that classic sixty-sitcom Happy Days. Of course, you would you would know, of course, uh, of course, one of the central characters that always did this one little thing. And if I'm not too much mistaken, folks. I do believe it went a little something just like this. He went, hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Heartbreak Kids that joined us here to 765. Fonzie, sir, we welcome you, of course, uh, tonight. Uh, thank you for joining us. Before we get underway with raw results, yes, sir. Unfortunately, like I said here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as I said before, my internet did go out on me a little earlier, and I apologize about that. But it knocked out our video, unfortunately, from Nitro Thunder. So I have no idea. I have no idea how much of how much uh, it, it got in, and and I do also apologize to uh, to John uh, John and his troop here tonight, uh, because I know they were, of course, like I said, looking forward to hearing the show here, uh, and I'm not sure if we'll be able to get it back. I am working on trying to fix the problem. But uh, in the meantime here, folks, uh, we will, of course, if we cannot get it fixed by the time the show ends tonight, we will once again make another attempt uh, sometime towards, uh, sometimes if not anymore this month, we might try to do it again sometime towards the end of the year or, of course, uh, or, of course, after the new year, we'll try to do a live video feed from that again. So, John, my apologies to you. My apologies. To you and also, of course, the members of your group. I know you were looking forward to looking at the show tonight, but my, like I said, my my internet sometimes does act a little bit crazy, and, and those things does have do things does happen there, guys. So, and we and we thank you very much, there, John, for your understanding. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get on, ladies and gentlemen, with our with our thoughts and opinions about last night's uh, results. Of course, of the, I guess as JD calls it, the go home show. Or TLC, of course, last night, Monday Night Raw. Uh, John did have this to say. I'll go ahead and mention this. He said he doesn't really, in a way, don't want to talk about Raw 
because it was actually, I think he kind of put it best here, a stinking pile of dog crap. That's his words. <laughs> John says he'll say his piece after I think JD does his his talking here. Um, but he does have one thing he wishes to say. And, of course, he wants to definitely congratulate. Of course, that was made big news yesterday, which was kind of surprising they did this a little bit early. Um, of course, congratulations to the NWO and also Batista uh, for, of course, their Hall of Fame um, announcement. Uh, if, it hadn't been, if it hadn't been for the NWO, we would not have the Monday Night Wars. If it hadn't been for the, that, that group group's creation, it would not be a war between WWF and WCW. Uh, I agree with that. I, I agree. They were, they were one of those that really kind of uh, spearheaded that. As far as Batista goes, John says, yes, he was a hateful guy. We have to respect his accolades because he was the world champion so many times. And John, in his opinion, believes he does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. So that's his thoughts about that. So there you go. <clears throat> so, and so, uh, so, John, thank you very much there. Fonzie, uh, let's go. Okay, well, let me wait to get your giggles out of your system, then I'll ask you the question. Uh, <clears throat> that was not me. <laughs> okay, well, it, well, it was okay. Well, that was coming from you. That my your squares highlighted on my chat box. Um, okay, well, what, what's your take here about what happened last night on Raw? Any particular bits or pieces that you would like to uh, respond to? Um. I didn't like the end part. They just shut off, but it was okay. The Becky Lynch uh, two-on-one handicap match that was okay. That was pretty good. Um, the beginning it really sucked. I knew that was going to happen. Um, that was a good way to start off the show, but. And end up with AJ Styles. That was good. Uh, the main event. I thought mm. they were going to put, you know, um, Jerry's Court in the main in the main event. Thank God it did not. But um, yeah. So I, yeah, no, maybe. But what I seen. Great news by the NWO, New World Order, and the Animal Batista. So we'll see what happens. I they should put they should put uh, the Undertaker, Mark Conway in there for sure. Um, but we'll see what happens. But other than that, um. It was okay to show. I just can't wait to see tonight the backstage with uh, CM Punk. Uh, so about like a half hour from now. So yeah, other than that, everything. I, I liked the Raw, but the beginning was we'll say poop. We'll put it that way. We'll say garbage. So, but yeah. That's all I got to say, Chad. How about that? Okay, <laughs> okay thank you very much for your service. 
for that. And now we go to the meat of the discussion here. I think we're all anxious to hear all this. I will start off by asking the simple question. Yeah, we, we should all wait and have a pizza pie right next to us. So we'll see what happens with JD. Yes, <laughs> indeed. JD, are you cooled off and are you warmed up? Okay, JD. Man failed. By now, our victims would be brain dead. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the heck? JD, are you trying to tell us something? <laughs> I have a doctor's note excluding me from any emotionally destructive school activity. It's valid all the way through college. <laughs> okay. Uh, JD, are you cold? Okay. And then there's this. Oh, Lord. Okay, go ahead. Let, let, get, out, let get out of the system. Yeah. Require that I personally demonstrate the correct resuscitation technique. Uh, no. Are you sure, JD? You don't have a boner right now, right? Okay. I think he is. So let me go before I go completely out of my mind. Let's go ahead and get this thing here. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is a WWS Radio Network exclusive. The Iceman Jerry B. Geromo, of course, <clears throat> get. Uh, tells it like it is here, folks. It's not very funny. It is not like I'm going to hit you in the nads if you don't stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, he tells it like it is here, folks. Of course, about Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT, the pay per view, you name it. He talks about it. And as he as he always says in more, in more ways than one, if you thought, of course, like I said, him firing off with Captain America's shield or the Hulk's fist is tough, his words are that much tougher here, folks, and all that. They're because they're loaded down with kryptonite. He'll bring it down really, really fast, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the oh, here is of course the, the raw edition here with the Iceman Jared DiGiorgio of the award-winning WCWS Icebreaker. With three weeks to go until the end of the decade and the end of the year, however, and also going into TLC, the final pay-per-view of 2019 and of the decade, however, you thought Monday Night Raw last night would not be such an utter and tragic disappointment. Well, guess what? How wrong they were. Oh, how wrong they were. Last night, Monday Night Raw took its garbage, gas bag, total, uh, like I say, gas bag, garbage, and a totally uh, goofy show to Greenville, South Carolina. 
and you were wondering if Raw would be able to save itself, however, after the near disaster that happened last week, however, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and also last Monday night in Nashville. Of course, we started out the action, however, with everyone's favorite, however, Vince's little puppet boy, if you will, however, the Dragon Slayer himself, or as I like to call him, let's just say the D-blower against Matt Hardy. And what does McIntyre do? Oh, yeah. He decides to insult Matt Hardy and his family and his new child, however, which his wife, Rebby, just had their third child last week, however. And what do they do? Oh, yeah. Let's look, make Matt Hardy job out in two minutes plus, however, to a guy, however, who basically was Vince's son's boyfriend bodyguard for much of the year this year. Who am I talking about? Yes, folks, the Scottish psychopath himself, however, none other than the little dickhead himself, however, none other than douchebag Dolph, excuse me, douchebag Drew McIntyre. Yes, folks, Drew McIntyre found a way once again to find a way to blow Vince McMahon and Kevin the Bucky the Beef or Toothless Dunn, the kid Dunn, however, let's just say, by insulting Matt Hardy, however, and his family, and making Matt Hardy look like a joke, however, in the process, however, mind you, by basically, however, beating him, however, in less than two and a quarter minutes, however. Then we're going to go to the next match, however, which was the Viking Raiders against everyone's favorite, the crime time wannabe idiots, however, the Street Profits of Montez Ford, or as I like to call him, Shag Gaspar 2.0, and his little clown buddy, JTG, Angelo Dawkins, against the Viking Raiders, Hanson and Rowe, Eric and Ivar, with an I, K, and A, R. And what did the Viking Raiders do? Well, they basically... Tell the Street Profits, however, if they're looking to cash in and take away their tag titles and take them back with them, however, and celebrate in the streets, however, they had another thing coming, no pun intended, because they got their ass kicked in less than five minutes, however, by the Raw Tag Team Champions. Then we go to Alistair Black versus Akira Tozawa, and unfortunately, Akira Tozawa should have known better not to piss off the Dutch Destroyer, however. The angry... Uh, Dutch Destroyer, however, showed Mr. Tozawa, however, you do not want to pick a fight with him. No pun intended, if you will. And as a result, he lost in less than three and a quarter, just shy of three and a half, almost four minutes long, as it did not go very long. So here's the thing about Black, however, real quick, however. Next time, however, you want to pick a fight with somebody, you better be careful what you wish for. And in case in point, the Australian little... Bully, as I like to call him, however, the arrogant one himself, the somewhat backstabbing little Buddy Murphy, however, thinks he's going to find a way, however, to uh, slow down the Dutch destroyer, however, and basically knock him on his butt, let's just say, coming up this Sunday, TLC, which they already announced for this Sunday. Well, guess what, Mr. Murphy? It's not going to be a good night for you, my friend, however, because you're going to be black-masked right there in front of everyone to see, however, at the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And if you think you're going to leave Minneapolis with an upset victory over a guy who continues to get overlooked in the form of Alistair Black, well, guess what? Good freaking luck, because you're not going to. Alistair Black is going to basically show no mercy on you and basically send you back, however, to your wife, Selena Vega, who I will talk about next, however, 
by basically finding a way to send the, send you back to you now, like I said, your wife's only back so she can nurse your wounds and also your bruises. However, after he kicks your silo ass all over the target center. Speaking of Selena Vega the witch, however, her and her somewhat arrogant little toady boyfriend uh, partner, if you will, Andrade Sinomas, soon to be Rick Flair's son-in-law, if you will, possibly, depending on if Charlotte Flair ends up marrying him, however, took on, believe it or not, Humberto Carrillo. And surprisingly, for the first time, however, believe it or not, however, in quite some time, however, Andrade suffered a setback, however, at the hands of a guy who has been getting a somewhat wild push as of late in the form of Humberto Carrillo. This was actually one of the better matches of the evening. Then we go to Buddy Murphy versus Zack Ryder. And once again, what do they do to Long Island IC Zack Ryder? Oh, that's right. Just like Kurt Hawkins, they find a way to really bury him out and make him look like a total stupid ass in the process, if you will, however, because they have him job out in less than two minutes. Great thinking, Vince, you stupid moron. Let's have Zack Ryder and Hawkins out who right now you have no confidence in whatsoever, however, and have a guy like the Australian little arrogant Buddy Murphy, however, squash, or should I say, not squash, basically bury Zack Ryder inside of two minutes, however, and you show, however, that you basically have no confidence, however, in giving Ryder or Hawkins any confidence whatsoever, except you basically have them appear every week, however, either on Raw or sometimes even main event, however, warm-up, however, against people that are in the uh, Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I Sorry. found a, something happened with uh, with JD's phone again. He was right there in the middle of his icebreaker here. Hope we will get him back on here in just a few moments. Uh, meantime, John did add, just add, add one comment here. Says, Vince, when are you going to learn that you dragged the WWE as far as it goes? Your father trusted you, and even when he died, he trusted you. You did a lot of good stuff in the 80s when you created WrestleMania, when you brought the stars like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Roddy Piper, Randy Savage, Joe Bird Dog, and all the others around. And then without them, you built another era in the 1990s when your business thrived again. Uh, with Stone Cold, The Rock, Mankind, Undertaker, Triple H, Kane, and all the others put the fans in your seats. All okay, right, now. Okay, yeah, okay, sorry about that. Apparently, uh, we uh, we did lose your previously here. Uh, J.D., I did was reading a comment from John. Please go ahead and uh, proceed, uh, proceed okay. along with your... As I said, what does Vince decide to do? Oh, yeah, let's continue to find a way to bury Ryder and Hawkins, however, by having them in warm-up matches, however, against competition that are in the same boat they are because it shows how much confidence Vince really has in his talent pool, however, by basically having guys, however, continue to job week in and week out on main event warm-up power, just like superstars, just like Sunday Night Heat, just like Velocity, just like Jack Tower. Just shows you how much, however, minds you, however, that he has no confidence whatsoever in his entire roster, as he is a racist, bigoted piece of shit, to say the least, however. And also a total, absolutely narcissistic a-hole, to say the least. Speaking of a-holes, however, let's talk about, however, uh, Kari Sane and Asuka. Oh, yes, I'm going to get to them now. Let's talk about the Empress and her bestie, if you will, the pirate girl, 
Bakari Sane taking on my girl Becky Lynch in a one-on-two handicap match. And just when it looked like my girl was going to win, Howard, what happens? Oh, yeah, once again, the great mood of 2.0 of 1989-2019, the arrogant Asuka, however, and her little pirate princess, little pissant girlfriend, if you will, Kari Sane, find a way to get a cheap victory victory over my girl, Becky Lynch, by deciding to attack my girl with a steel chair, and then afterward decide to beat down the Queen Charlotte, however, in the training room after Charlotte left, however, and the training room, however, to see if Becky was okay, however, as she was walking by herself, minding her own business. Well, guess what, Kari's saying in Oscar? You're going to be in for a rude awakening Sunday, bitches, when Becky and Charlotte kick your sorry little ass all over the Target Center and take away those titles of your belt, however, and stick them straight so far up your backside, however, you'll be basically be crying out river, however, and drowning your own tears, however, and begging for mercy when Becky breaks your sorry little arm and Charlotte puts in the figure eight, however, and snaps your leg like a twig. I hope you're ready for it because it's not going to be pretty unless you find a way to get a cheap fluke victory. Now to my one of my two big rants of the evening, if you will, however, before, actually, one, one big rant, two more matches before I get to my two big rants of the evening. First off, next we have Eric Rowan against the Jobber. The Jobber thought he was going to win by taking away this so-called box that Eric Rowan has had, and we still don't know what's in that mystery box, Aaron. I don't know why they continue to do this whole storyline with Eric Rowan. It's just a waste of time, if you ask me. So I'm just going to say this, Howard. Uh, either unveil something what's in the box soon, Howard, or just get rid of the storyline altogether. That being said, Howard, the only thing I hated about this, Howard, is not once, not twice, not even three times, but four straight times, Howard, Eric Rowan had to show he had to make a point to this guy when he should have made it to point after the first two times. But no, not Eric Rowan. Not the little rambunctious little Eric Rowan, the little rat that he is, Howard, should I say, the really uh, little, uh, uh, what's a good R word to describe Eric Rowan besides rat? Uh, the really, uh, oh yeah, Rancid. Eric Rowan should... What's that? Rancid. Yeah, the rancid Eric Rowan. Thank you, yes. Because once again, Eric Rowan decided to show his true colors here, however, after his little boyfriend, Luke uh, Harper, who was basically, however, teaming up with him for a while in the so-called Bludgeon Brothers Hour, got his pink slip on Sunday, however, he decided to ask for his pink slip on Sunday over the weekend. And what does he do? Oh, yeah, he decides to take it upon himself, however, to show how much of a rat little, uh, rancid little... Uh, ridiculous uh, person he can be. What does he do? Oh, yeah. He picks up the guy he never, we never found out his name, and choke slams him, not once, not twice, hell, not even three times, but four straight times like a human basketball, up and down like a yo-yo. And what does Vince do, however, because of this? Nothing. Because, obviously, he has no compassion whatsoever for any wrestlers whatsoever, except for people who basically love to sick and kiss his ass and blow him every chance he gets, as well as his entire front office, if you will. So, yeah, I guess Eric Rowan's not going to be punched for his little actions last night for what he did uh, by injuring a guy to the point where he's lucky he can even walk, let alone probably move today, after being slammed around four times like a human javelin. Way to go, Vince, you stupid racist bigoted piece of shit. Speaking of race, let's talk about the main event now, shall we? 
Rey Mysterio versus AJ Styles. And once again, the arrogant asshole AJ Styles had to have his little boyfriends with him, the Warlord 2.0, Doc Luke Gallows, and Carl Mr. Clean, ball-headed cue ball bitch boy Anderson, however, at his beck and call, however, because obviously, however, AJ couldn't fight on his own, however, one-on-one. But how'd that work out for you, AJ? Oh, that's right. It didn't work out for you real too well, did it, however? Randy Orton had the last laugh on you, as did Ray Jr., even though Randy didn't touch you, however, and you thought that he touched you, however, and tried to provoke a fight with you. Well, guess what, however? He only gave you a small little wink, however, and guess how that happened, however? What happened after that, AJ? Oh, that's right. You got rolled up one, two, three at the hands of Ray Mysterio Jr. Now, my bitch about this is the time frame, however. Now, as everyone knows, however, Sorry, I have the hiccups a little bit. Bear with me. As we all know, Raw ends usually at 11 o'clock most of the time. Sometimes it ends a little later, like 5 after 11, mm. 10 after 11, sometimes even quarter after 11. But what happens last night? Oh, yeah, let's tell everyone what happened last night. The show ended at exactly 10.59 and 30 seconds, 30 seconds before 11 o'clock hour. And what do they do? They don't say anything about, oh, we'll see you this Sunday at TLC and we'll, uh, uh, and thank you for watching Raw, however, whatsoever, and we hope we'll see you next week. No, they don't do any of that whatsoever. They decide, however, to cut off the show at exactly 5 seconds to 11 o'clock hour, pissing off everyone in the free freaking WWE Universe world hour, and finding a way to slap everyone across the face. Now, I don't know, however, maybe it was because of what happened earlier in the night, however, that they were pressed for time, and that's why they decided to cut the show a little Right on time, however, or they decided, however, at the last minute, to just act like a bunch of arrogant assholes. Regardless of the case, however, I hope WWE, however, offers a formal apology. USA, uh, uh, WWE offers a formal apology to USA, or USA offers a formal apology. WWE offers a USA offers a formal apology to WWE for basically cutting out the show a little early. Maybe they were told to do it. Maybe they told WWE they were going to do it. Maybe they didn't. I don't really know. We're going to have to find that out. But regardless, I think it was a chicken shit, absolute coward ass move by Vince, however, to show once again, he is so out of touch with reality. So like I said, maybe it was his call, Howard, because of what happened earlier tonight. Maybe not, Howard. But regardless, I think it was an absolute bullshit move that they would try something that stupid, however, this close to the end of the year and at the end of the decade. Maybe like I said earlier, again, I'm going to say it one more time, they had permission to do it, or they were going to do it all along, and they didn't want to tell anyone because of the, what had happened earlier, or maybe they just felt like it was time to make a move. Regardless, Howard, I hope you're real happy of what you did, Vince, because I guarantee you right now, a lot of people weren't very happy of what you did last night. Now, talking about not happy, let's talk about the two things I'm going to really rant about tonight. First off, let's talk about everyone's favorite, the man who likes to burn it down, Howard, Mr. Becky Lynch, soon to be himself. Yes, I'm talking about the man, Seth freaking Rollins, or should I say now, calling him shithead sellout, Seth Rollins. What happens? Oh, yeah. He tells Kevin Owens again that he had nothing to do with what happened, however, last week about Kevin B, about the AOPP of Akam and Rezar, the stupid Albanian idiots who can't speak a goddamn lick of English, however, dragging him away last week, however, and taking him away like a hostage, however, because they were the hostage takers in this case, however, and they didn't say where they were taking him to. What does Rollins do, however? He says to freaking Owens, however, he has no idea of what happened last week, and he wasn't part of it. Yeah, sure, Rollins. 
Yeah, keep telling yourself some lies, you stupid little shithead. What happened last night? Oh, yeah, that's right, Howard. Just when Owens was about to get his hands on Aikam and Rezar, after apparently Mojo, Rawley, and Sami Zayn found a way to piss him off to the point where basically they were lucky that they were still even breathing after today, when Rollins decided to take, excuse me, not Rollins, when Owens decided to take a steel pipe that Ray Mysterio had given him, Howard, and basically beat the crap out of Mojo, Rawley, after Mojo, Rawley decided to become a really total rambunctious little uh, rat, if you will, again, and decided to make fun of uh, Kevin Owens Tower. What happened to you there, Mojo? What happened to you there, Rat Boy? Oh, that's right. You got hit in the stomach by the lead pipe, Howard, and you basically got knocked the F out, Howard, in the process also when Kevin Owens stunned your sorry little ass, Howard, right there in the middle of the center of the ring, however, mind you, because you couldn't shut your mouth, however, mind you, and you couldn't find a way to just basically keep quiet. Well, I guess I'll teach you a, next, a lesson next time, Mojo. Don't piss off Kevin Owens. And as far as Sami Zayn goes, we all know what happened last weekend at the house show for, which I will talk about here in just a little bit, Howard. Now, there was talk, apparently, Sami apparently insulted the fan while this fan insulted Sammy. But I'm going to get to that later on. Regardless of the point, however, Sammy should have known better not to piss off his former good friend, Howard Kevin Owens, and find a way to stir the pot and continue to cause trouble wherever he goes. Why are they still doing this to Sammy is beyond me. And here's a little bit of advice, WWE. Maybe it's time you should cut your losses with Sammy, okay? Maybe you should just give Sammy his release right now, because what are you doing with him right now, other than having him be Shinsuke Nakamura's little bitch boy bodyguard? Not a goddamn thing. He hasn't fought in three and a half months, however. He hasn't been, I don't think, cleared to wrestle yet, unless he's uh, been cleared to wrestle by the doctors, and they're just continuing to waste him by having him become a so-called manager to Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, give me a freaking break already. Seriously. Give me a freaking break. Now, the real thing I'm going to bitch about now, before I wrap up my thoughts here, is what happened at the beginning. Yes, folks, once again, we had everyone's favorite favorite love triangle, love uh, soap opera story, ladies and gentlemen, when the Rusev turns. And what happened last night? Oh, yes, we were ready to have the divorce papers signed, however, from, Bobby La- from Rusev and Lana. Yes, folks, the long-haired, leggy, little lackluster... Blonde-haired bimbo bitch decided to find a way to once again stir the pot, Howard, by insulting Rusev and everyone in the audience blaming Rusev and the WWE audience for her marriage problems. Here's an idea, Lana, to quote just Jericho when you're in the ring talking, shut the hell up, you stupid blonde-ass bimbo biatch. Or not biatch, bitch, let's just say. Because you are nothing more than a backstabbing little bully, Howard, thinking you're going to get your way all the time, Howard, and everything should be handed to you, and everyone should just worship you. Well, guess what, Lana? There's only one person that says you say that worships you. And who is that? Oh, yeah, your little new boyfriend, if you're, you're the man of your so-called new life, Howard. Everyone's favorite, Howard. Big bad, big bad bully, Bobby, the steroid-inducing bully, Lashley. Yeah, that's going to go over real well with you, isn't it, Lana? How's it going to feel on Sunday when your little boy toy friend, Howard, gets his ass kicked from your ex-husband right there in the center of the ring in a tables match, and you have to pick his sorry broken-ass carcass and drag him to the back and maybe to an ambulance, Howard, where he'll be so much picking splinters out of his ass along your own ass, Howard, that you'll be sitting in a hospital bed side by side each other saying, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. Give freaking break. End this goddamn storyline right now. End this whole freaking Rusev Lana Lashley 
thing once and for all. And for God's sake, get some new TV writers. But will they do that? No, apparently Vince won't do that. Because once again, Vince is all about one thing. Huh? Find a way to have people bend down and just basically suck him off dry. So I hope you're happy, Kevin Dick Bagdon, and you stupid writing team of WWE Raw. Now, once again, you got your Christmas bonus this year by finding a way to basically find a way to blow Vince McMahon. Because every year it seems like you blow Vince McMahon more than everyone else, however, in the entire WWE office. So on a scale of 1 to 10, I give Raw... A zero. Actually, I I had it at a five out of ten, but it went down to a three out of ten. So surprisingly, I'm going to give it a little bit of a bit of a not a negative rating this week. I'm going to kind of say it's still a little bad, but again, not great. So I'm going to say about a three out of ten. But like I said, I hope WWE has a plan for ne- the next few weeks going into the year. Because if not, how they're going to be very very sorry that they're going to continue to suffer because a lot of people are going to start switching the channel very soon if you continue to do the same old bullshit. <clears throat> Thank you very much there, of course, J.D. Of course, a big-time icebreaker here tonight. Thank you very much there, indeed, J.D. John did have, of course, a few more things to say here. I was able to get one thing in before when we actually lost J.D. a moment ago, but I'm going to go ahead and read what else uh, John has to say here uh, the, to continue what John was saying. And, of course, and then your downfall started when, of course, you had – and this is just John's words here, folks. This is not ours. This is just John's, John's thoughts here. Yeah. And that, too, by the way. And when you had outsiders kill Owen Hart, Chris Benoit, and Ashley Masario, and then got away with it. In the Craigsman game, when you let WWE go TVPG in 2008, you get rid of the blood and violence, and you get rid of Raw going two hours and putting Raw on, on three hours in 2012. And then you cut the dead weight off the superstars, and John will say these people who you screwed over, guys like, and, of course, he's got a big list right here. CM Punk, Chris Jericho, John Morrison, Alberto Del Rio, Dean Ambrose, Cody Rhodes, Goldust, AJ Lee, Emma, Wade Barrett, Evan Bourne, Ryback, Jack Swagger, Ty Dillinger, Enzo and Cass, Darian, Darren Young, Damian Sandow, and now, of course, you bury and release uh, the Ascension, Luke Harper, and Sin Cara. Uh, why, why, why is because they have more talent? But did you, but did you, but did you believe in them? No, and the reason why they left is because they wanted to find work elsewhere, of course, in New Japan, Impact, AEW, of course, even in boxing. But you're bringing Punk and Morrison back because live events, blood money. You're going to screw them over again. And let's not forget about the WWE Network that has watched time and time again to rewrite storylines a la WCW 1987-88, WCW 99-2001, Attitude Era, ECW, and others. Of course, you're giving Brock Lesnar, Court Jester Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Lana, Drew McIntyre, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and now Seth Rollins, all the red carpet. Others like Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura, Kevin Owens, Amber Moon, Natalia, Ali, Chad Gable, Rusev, Asuka, Kari Sane, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, The Shining Stars, R-Truth, Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, Humberto Carrillo, The Iconics, Mojo Riley, Alistair Black, Robert Roode, Dana Brooke, Liv Morgan, The Revival, and all the others have been screwed by you and have you put on uh, and have been put on backstage? And if you continue to bury them, then guess what? Uh, <clears throat> uh, they will have two words first and new words. It says, of course, it would be I quit, and then of course AEW. And Vince, when the police raid, and this is his is when John gets really, really going here, folks. When when the police raid your office and find the drugs you've been giving them, and when Linda finds out about your infidelity, you and Kevin Dunn will all be put in jail. And then when the soap drops, when you take a shower, Big Bubba will attack you. I like what he did. 
be bubble tape. And you know what? If, if you don't uh, Triple H will take your office and he'll bring back TV 14 and also bring back put golf back on for two hours. WWE and you Vince have taken a call from Grace when you're in that prison, Big Bubba, with Big Bubba. Yes. <laughs> I like that. And when he really Sorry. Hurts, and when AEW from you, you'll be thinking hard on how you screwed over every every single superstar. I think John put it put it um, that's the lightest I've heard him put that in a, in a, yep. you know in a long time. AEW NXT are soaring right now, but what are you doing, Vince? What are you doing? Uh, he he's still going here. John is still going stronger, folks. So we got AEW and NXT are soaring right now, but what are you doing, Vince? What are you doing? I think like a two like a two year old man. You're supposed to be in the seventies, but you but you think you are a two year old. Ooh. That blow the belt there. Mm, okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, now yeah, speaking of Corchester, speaking of Corchester Corbin, I do have a report, however, I believe it on, on him. That stupid SOB is going to be on tonight, however, on WWE, however, backstage apparently when CM Punk makes his return. Which means now nobody's going to watch. <sighs> yep, and I do have an update on it, uh, AEW, by the way. According to reports, MJF will give Cody an answer tomorrow night to his challenge on this week's episode of Dynamite. AEW announced today that MJF will address the challenge later by Cody tomorrow night on the episode that will be live from Garland, Texas at the Curtis Colwell Center tomorrow night. Plus, these matches have been announced. It will be Cody and QT Marshall versus The Butcher and The Blade. Emi Sakura versus Big Swole. And yes, in a street fight, the Young Bucks will take on Proud and Powerful. Santana and Ortiz. Plus, as we know on NXT, the big triple threat match, ladies and gentlemen, between Tommaso Chiappa, Keith Lee, and Finn Balor will take place, and we will have more of a hype up between Rhea Ripley and the Queen of Spades, the submission magician, Shayna Baszler, who next week will take on Rhea Ripley, and of course, who knows if she'll have her friends Marina Shapiro and Jasmine Duke with her. So that's what we got planned for tomorrow night in week number 10 of the Wednesday Night War. Thank you very much, Larry. Of course, we're looking forward to that there. Of course, J.D. and John did add one more quick thing. Of course, so Vince, when Cody Rhodes in your business, John says, don't say I didn't warn you. When Big Bubba hurts you and kills you, you will go to hell for what you've done. And John says that is his comments. And he is, as his, in other words, as the song goes, that's his story. And he's something to stick to it. So. Well put, John. Well put there indeed there, sir. Well, let me see, let's hear your thoughts now. Oh, you like to hear my thoughts about it? Well, well <clears throat> uh, or John said, of course, maybe a firing squad. Yeah, I agree with that too, John. Uh, first off, you know, they're, 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 they're really, really weighing down the, the, the Lana Rusev Lashley storyline. They, they really are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, I mean, the thing about it is, I think people, I think people are really starting to get a little. I think I think that 100% board. I would have to. I would have definitely have to say. Uh, I mean, they're looking for something new. They're looking for something fresh. They're looking for something unique. And WWE hasn't really delivered on any of on any of that there for Lord knows how long. And so another thing is, you know, I was thinking about whenever I, I read the course of course the story. Of course, Seth Rollins joined up with the Authors of Pain. 
you know, obviously, obviously, what what I think this overall reason why, of course, he's 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 doing all doing all this now is 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 pure is pure and simple, and that is because, like I said, I mean, uh, I'm sure that he he's I mean, in a way, he probably feels a little bit upset about over the fact that he no longer holds the universal title. Uh, of course, he's been that he's been on a downward spiral ever since that happened. Of course, uh, back in October, back on Halloween, at, at uh, in Saudi Arabia, uh, a lot of folks would say, you know, well, obviously, you know, <clears throat> you know, maybe that was their intention, their plan, or what have you. But like I said, I mean, you mean keep I me mean, keep in mind also the man also was persuaded, almost persuaded by Triple H, you know, right before Survivor Series. To come over and be a part of NXT again, and that didn't work apparently. Um, so obviously, obviously, like I said, he's still got to be, of course, you know, feeling the effects. Of course, not being able to hold the big, the prime title. I mean, I'm sure, and, I, and who knows? Maybe the fiend Bray Wyatt brought out something in him that he probably hadn't had in in, in years. I mean, I mean, seriously. Um, and and you know, that's that's just. Uh, and that's why I think he said had to once again show that dark side he had. Of course, I think we saw probably five years ago when he when he turned his back on Romans and Ambrose and he joined the uh, and he joined the Authority. I mean, I mean, maybe maybe this is this maybe this was something. This was something that was absolutely uh, this was absolutely uh, uh, probably popping up here and all. And of course, like I said, he's he's finally, of course, is finally of course sh- showing. I guess the ultimate true colors. I mean, who knows? We may even see the highlight in his hair again. I don't know if they do that again. But that's that's been kind of. I mean, I mean, like I said, superstars who have had the ultimate fall from grace here. Of course, obviously, I would have to say this year alone would possibly have to be number one. Obviously, I would have to say Bailey ever since Bailey ever since she turned her back on. On that was an ultimate stab in the back right there. But I, I would have the other one. I would definitely have to say what happened last night with Rollins. I mean, I mean, going into 2020 like this, I mean, I mean, is this something that WWE hopes will be like a game changer for them? Will this be something that will kind of hype a lot of stuff up? I mean, I don't know. So we're just going to have to wait and see what all happens here. Um, of course, obviously, I don't think, I don't think, you know, obviously with what happened last night, um, of course, it was finally announced that, you know, the big question here concerning the Lana Lashes, Lana Lashley Rusev um, quarrel, I guess you can start calling it now. Is the match at TLC the the, 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 the final the final niche in this? And I think I think a lot of people would end up saying this, and I'm gonna go and say it right here and right now, Lord, I hope so. Because a lot of people, like I said, as I said here in the beginning, a lot of people are really just sick and tired of, of, of seeing it. I mean, Bobby Lashley, for example. I mean, Lashley is a dynamite athlete. There's no question about that. There's no doubt about that at all. He's always been a superb athlete. Of course, I remember watching a moment from years ago when he broke, was the first one to break Chris Masters' uh, master lock. Y'all remember yep. that? Raw. I mean, that was a big time moment. Him winning the U.S. title. He went in the ECW title. Him representing Donald Trump at WrestleMania 23. I mean, you can't, you can't, all, you all, y'all can't tell me that these are some highlights of his WWE career. I mean, he's had some great matches with a lot of great superstars. I mean, with Batista, with Cena, with, you know, 
and uh, and all of a sudden they bring him back just to do all just to do all this. I mean, his first night back, what do they do? They put him, they they make they make him go face to face with Elias. They make him interrupt Elias out of all people. I mean, he need to come back in full swing, but instead, all they've been doing with lackluster storylines, especially with the thing with Leo Rush they did earlier this year, and now this thing going on with Lana and Rusev. I mean. I mean, the thing is, yes, that's, if you're going to have someone someone that tough in your organization, especially especially with the caliber of WWE, you don't need to put put someone with his credentials in in, in hokey storylines like that. I mean, they've done that they've done that to Hogan back in the day. They did it to Savage. They and of course they even did it to Cena. They did it to Edge. They did it to Batista. They they've done it. They've done it to a lot of superb guys of great guys i mean i'm sure they don't i'm sure like i said they they of course like i said went along with it and all that because like i said this was probably what a lot of people want to see but like i said before don't whoa this was oh that sounded like ooh, diarrhea I know, I know. <laughs> anyway i'm sorry uh, but anyway but you don't do that to a to a great athlete like I mean, why do you think he went to TNA? Why do you think he went to, what was it, MMA? Why do you think he went to all these? Because he wanted competition. And maybe and maybe the backstory to all these guys about Lashley, I bet you he's getting tired of the story going through. I bet you he is. I really think he is. Because, like I said, I mean, why would you think if they're going to have this, that if this match is going to be the closing thing with this, why do you think that they – well, I mean, I mean, if it is the ending, if it is the ending of it, are they going to put him back in the types of matches that he was made for? Give him a chance to go after Brock Lesnar. Give him that's that's one thing people want to see right there. They yep. want to see they want to see Lashley and Lesnar. Lashley has even stated himself. I, we read the stories a long time ago. He wants Brock. No question. Yep. And I mean, he's even said himself the fans want it. And like I said. WWE needs to give the fans what they, what they want in 2020 because if they don't, like I said, they're going to fall from grace right there at the beginning of the year. AEW is going to be sitting on that throne, but that throughout but pretty much pretty much all of 2020. You just watch and see. But overall, here I have to agree with you, JD. It was kind of a from what I seen and read, it was kind of, it was kind of a lackluster thing. It might have been some pretty decent highlights. I'm also glad Becky and Charlotte are going to have a chance to hopefully dethrone the Kabuki Warriors at TLC. And and that's the first TLC, women's TLC match, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. They're going I to have so, yeah. So that's going to be a good, that's going to be a great match. And it's about time they gave, them, they gave them the hell in the cell. They gave them the Survivor Series elimination match. And they gave them two or three others, I think. Now you're going to give them a TLC match, which is, is what they deserve. They're showing the true potential with that. I'm glad to see that. But I hope and pray to God the Kabuki Warriors get dethroned this Sunday, in my personal opinion. But I'll talk more about that, of course, when I will be giving a, a lineup here of some stuff that's going to go on here this now, week. Now, I did hear they might have two more matches with the two more matches I've heard. How it could be Braun Strowman versus Shinsuke Nakamura, although it was supposed to start last week. And there's also been talk that the Viking Raiders could be taking on Gallows and Anderson. But nothing's official yet. But right now, we've got six matches so far. And like I said, uh, don't be surprised, and I mentioned this earlier to you guys, and you for me and say it too, don't be surprised if somehow, someway, you see maybe that match between Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy be the pre-show warm-up. I guarantee it's going to be. 
Well, I'm pretty sure I, I agree with that. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it will be. I'm pretty sure it will be too. But like I said here, guys, you know they did not they did not start off the road to TLC very well last night, and I have a very bad feeling that something big is going to go down and something wrong is going to go down this Sunday and all that. As to what it's going to be, I'm not 100 sure. But they need to start. They need to start doing a little bit more. And of course, based on what you said here, JD, they need to, That's one thing, and they definitely need to add. They need to put, like I said, you know, put an IC title match and a tag team title match in this as well. That may help it. I don't know. But we're just going to have to see. Wait and see what happens with that. Um, but like I said, I do have to agree. Raw was not, of course, of course, it hasn't been that way all year long. I'm sure everyone here would agree. Even before AEW came on the scene and all that. But nevertheless, like I said, they're going to continue to suffer, and it's going to be interesting to see how they're going, how they're going to react here. Of course, uh, next Monday, of course, which is which, of course, will be considered the aftermath, of course, of TLC. So we'll definitely have to wait and see what all happens here with that. So, on that note, thank you very much, there, JD, of course, for your icebreaker here tonight. Let's give the number one more time here, folks. 10:45 p.m. Eastern Time. Tuesday, December 10th, 2019, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138055-POUND. This is WWS Revolution, episode 765. Of course, I have Mr. I am, of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw. Of course, alongside me is the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here with you tonight. Uh, And, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we, we were not able to get our live video feed up and going again from Nitro Thunder, but we will have that. We will do that one night and then we'll bring Nitro Thunder back for a live video feed. Good to know about that. So, so that way uh, it'll be a revolution or, or a wolf pack. I don't know, but I'll let you know about that. <clears throat> but anyway, here's, of course, I'm going to give you, of course, a, a quick lineup here as to what's going to happen here uh, the rest of the week here. Of course, don't forget tomorrow, our Triple Threat Wednesday. We'll start off with WWS outside the ropes at 630, 141-387-POUND. Uh, of course, the latest pop culture news and views. Also, JD will bring you sports updates and the box office report. And also, of course, some other fun stuff will take place. So be sure to listen to us at 630 tomorrow night. Also at 8 o'clock, 139-925-POUND for wrestling debate. It will, of course, definitely the Madness Kingdom will bring you, of course, their thoughts about Raw, uh, what will take place on SmackDown on Friday. What will, what will, of course, about uh, AEW and NXT, of course, TLC coming up, of course, on Sunday, and other wrestling stories making the rounds. We'll definitely, of course, bring it all here to you here tomorrow night from 8 to 9, right here on Talk Shoot for Wrestling Debate. Also, don't forget Revolution tomorrow night, <clears throat> our live video feed. I do believe, let me, let me see here. I do believe I had that, yes, from WCCWS Forever Strong. I believe that's correct. I'll go back and double check that. I believe that's correct. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays, of course, we'll do. Uh, we'll give you the results, just the results as it happened, of course, for AEW and NXT. And then, of course, don't forget. Uh, of course, we'll give you a, our. We'll give you a preview and our thoughts and opinions as to what we think is going to happen this Friday on SmackDown before TLC. Uh, <clears throat> so be sure to listen to all that here, of course, here uh, tomorrow night, one three eight zero five five pound for that. This Thursday, don't forget NWO Wolfpack, of course, the second installment. 138521 pound, of course. News and views, history and birthdays, of course, our thoughts and opinions about AEW and NXT. Also, we will start our predictions for, of course, uh, for both, for, of course, TLC. <clears throat> and also, of course, some wrestling extras, as always. Uh, be sure to listen, 
listen into us as our live video feed will be from the NWO Wolfpack Radio Facebook page itself this Thursday night from 9 to 11. Of course, 138 pound for Wolfpack. This Friday on Revolution, don't forget, of course, let me see. Uh, I'll have to go back and, yes, our, our live video feed for this uh, Friday will be from WWUS Universe. News and views, history and birthdays. We'll, of course, do another round of our predictions for TLC. Plus, also, of course, we'll hear all the get to hear from Sherilyn Dodds, as well as, of course, Danny from Oak Park to give us their take as to what's been going on here in the world of wrestling and other, of course, big-time moments here as well. So we'll definitely bring that here to you. Uh, this Friday night from 9 to 11, of course, 138055 pound. This Saturday, do not forget WWS Power Hour <clears throat> uh, will be, of course, 141364 pound. I'll be reviewing everything that will be taking place here in the radio network this past this, from, from this week, as well as, of course, some wrestling his, some uh, Saturday's wrestling history, as well as, of course, uh, <clears throat> as well as, of course, some wrestling news tidbits. So be sure to listen in on that, of course, at 6.30. I mean, at 6 o'clock, of course, this Saturday evening. Also, don't forget, of course, this Sunday, uh, um, this Sunday morning, of course, we'll have our edition of WWS this morning. As we will talk about, of course, give a little preview as to what will take place at TLC, in addition to, of course, some wrestling history and Sunday's wrestling history and birthdays, and some also some other wrestling news. Uh, 805-8613 pound. Be sure to listen in on that. We'll let you know what time we'll have that. And then, of course, at Sunday at 5 p.m., don't forget our prediction show, special edition of Revolution. Our live video feed will be from WWS News Channel. We, of course, of course, I'll be running through all the predictions that we have made, of course, for TLC. Plus, I'll be giving my own thoughts and opinions as to what will take place this Sunday at TLC. So be sure to listen in for that special edition of Revolution 138055 pound this Sunday evening at 5 o'clock p.m. Now, speaking of speaking of predictions for TLC, I, of course, posted on the WWS Raw Rant panel chat box that, of course, sign up for the prediction title challenge is now underway. And as of right now, I do have one person that has signed up so far, and that is the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach. She has already posted, thrown her name in the hat, for TL, for the predictions, of course, for this Sunday. So, JD, John, and Fonzie, I'll ask you three guys are y'all three in for this Sunday? Yes. Yeah. John? Yes. <laughs> and John is in as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have four already in there the Empress, Anne Marie Rickenbach. <clears throat> And, and John's going to try to do five for five again, like like he did. <laughs> oh, oh, he's done. He's he's he, he's two in a row here in the predictions here, folks. So he may he may. Uh, Tom relax. Tom relax. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Fonz. And so far, like I said, we have the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach. Also, of course, uh, like I said, the Iceman Jared Girolamo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid Fonz. He has signed up thus far. Uh, <clears throat> And John says he kind of dominated NXT and Survivor Series as well. So. He did. I, I think yeah, we he have pulled that out of his ass. Are you sure, Fonzie, it wasn't a dildo? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, no. Anyway, yeah, well, he did. Yeah, he did. So, And speaking of, speaking of which, guys, I have not gotten around to this while I have you all here. Um, as you know, of course, uh, um, I was trying to get all this squared away doing this in order, but, um, and, 
Um, I need to go ahead and get everybody else's um, who I haven't gotten so far for the prediction title challenges for both NXT and Survivor Series because I was going to try to do this in order, but since I haven't had an opportunity to look through everything here specifically, I'm just simply just going to go ahead and just we're going to fill it so we can go ahead and get it filled in because I need to add some more stuff onto the list of WWS Universe. Now, the NXT prediction title challenge, guys, John has already said he has picked up the NXT US War Games Championship. And Fonzie, you have picked up the WWS Sumo Wrestling Championship. JD, I will go ahead and ask you. The three belts that was remaining from that from that one was the NXT US Takeover, Cruiserweight, and the WCWS Proteus Championship. Which one of those okay. three? P-R-O-T-E-U-S. It was an actual belt. I think it was overseas or something like that. So. Huh. I'm going to take the Cruiserweight title. The NXT US Cruiserweight title belongs to JD. Okay, there you go. And I'll have to get with uh, who else was involved in that one. I think it was Michelle and Bobby. I'll get with them. And I will, of course, ask Michelle, Bobby, and also Danny to see if they're going to be in this. Uh, now, as for the Survivor Series one, John is the only one we've got for Survivor Series. So, Fonzie and JD, I will ask you, I will ask you as well. But let me go ahead and tell you what belts are available for that. And let me go ahead, before you choose, guys, let me tell you which ones are left so that way you can think about it while I read it all. Okay. All right. The remaining five belts from the Survivor Series Prediction Title Challenge are as follows. The WWF US Brahma Bull Championship, the UFC US BMF Championship, the NWA US Great American Bash Championship, the WWF US In Your House Championship, and the NWA US War Games Championship. JD, which ones of those five would you like? There's two that intrigue me, but I'm going to let Fonzie pick first. Fonzie, which one of those five? What was the fifth one? The last one I mentioned was the NWA US War Games Championship. War Games. All right. That was one two I was looking at, but that's okay. I can challenge you for it when I feel like it. You know what? I'm going to take the Great American Bash one. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, JD is now the NWA US Great American Bash Champion. John, of course, has, did choose the WCWS Phenom Championship, of course, when we did this back in November. And, of course, now Fonzie is the new NWA US War Games Championship. So, we'll, excuse me, we'll have to get with, uh, let's see, let's see who else. I need to get with Michelle and Bobby and Ann to get their picks for those there as well. Last I heard Michelle is still trying to recover, uh, uh, like I said, is, uh, is uh, still under the weather. Hopefully she'll be back to feeling better, however, like I said, uh, before the week's out. I messaged her, she's still under the weather. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir, JD. Hopefully, like I said, we'll get to hear from her. And of course, our, our well wishes, of course, to the Black Widow here tonight. And hopefully, we'll get to hear from her. Hopefully, we'll get. To, hopefully, by Friday, she'll be able to come on. But if not, that's okay. But we'll. Uh, but like I said, we'll be of course be saying a little prayer for her. Hopefully, she'll be back up to speed here, coming up here very very soon. Yeah, John was actually just stating here that of course he did get Crown Jewel. He did get AEW full gear. He did get the NXT Takeover War Games, and he did get Survivor Series. So he so he says he needs he's gonna try to get this one to try to make it five for five. Good luck, John. We're coming for you. Yep. <laughs> JD and Fonzie, I think, want to try to dethrone you, John. So you might need to be a little bit careful on that. So. <laughs> uh, but uh, like I said, I will also start announcing belts. Hopefully, when I get a bigger understanding about who else is going to be involved. 
that way I know how many belts to put out. So, so far I know I will be putting out four, but I will, of course, let everybody know if, of course, like I said, I'll be trying to put, I, I will put word out to Michelle, to Danny, and also to Bobby to see if they want to be involved in it. Danny hadn't done a whole lot of them recently. Of course, he's been busy, but hopefully he'll be able to do this one. I mean, it'd be kind of cool for him to do at least do this one there for the end of the year. But, of course, that's his decision to make. Of course, we're not going to make him. We'll do it whenever he – we'll do it. He'll do it if he wants. So, but uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens here. Of course, like I said, when we start doing the prediction, now we'll start, of course, fixing up everything here for that. Of course, as we start with our predictions on Wolfpack this Thursday and then, of course, Friday on Revolution, we will, of course, we will do the remainder, of course, and I will get uh, – obviously, we'll get we'll get Ann's and Bobby's, of course, yeah. And then I'll read those all online here on one of the two shows. So I will let everybody know about that. Uh, <clears throat> gentlemen, uh, we, of course, got four minutes left here. Uh, anything, and like I said, I'd like to give the floor out right now, of course, to J.D., John, and Fonz to see if they have anything they wish to uh, throw out there as far as, um, as far as anything else going on here in the uh, wrestling or pop culture or sports scene or what have you. Uh, J.D., let me start with you, sir. What, what you got? If you got anything, please bring it to our. Not team. much to report tonight. It's been very low key. However, like I said, however, of course, we already told you about the number one team, Louisville, going down. But I have got a very funny uh, clip power that I will warn everyone ahead of time. It is a little crude and vulgar, but it is pretty damn funny though. And you're gonna get a laugh out of it, however, to close out tonight, however. But other than that, get ready for what will be no doubt a very interesting, however, like I said, uh, show. Coming up tomorrow night, or triple second, of course, the AEW NXT War coming up tomorrow night. Thank you very much, sir, JD. Uh, John, anything else, sir, you wish to add? And he says he has nothing else. I think he said it quite a bit tonight here, but that's that's quite all right. Fonzie, anything else you wish to add, sir? Yes. Please proceed. I would. Please proceed. Huh? Hey, JB, you want to you want to challenge me with that belt? You said, yeah, I'm with it. You could you could take the belt. I challenge two belts on here. How about that? Twenty four seven in that the when war games. When you want it, you want to do it tomorrow night after the NXT. How about Thursday? Okay. You're on. All right. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we just now heard. Uh, sorry, Fonzie, before I uh, before yeah. I let you let me let me go and throw this out here. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, we now have another challenge here. Uh, apparently, it seems that both a title versus title match has been a uh, challenge has was issued to from Fonzie to JD, and of course, <clears throat> JD has accepted that. But ladies and gentlemen, it will be this Thursday night on Wolfpack after we get, of course. Uh, everything, ta- all of our business taken care of here as far as, as, far as of course, uh, everything that I didn't mention here. We will, of course, throw it out there. Uh, a matchup, of course, family feud style here, as always here, folks, uh, between, of course, the uh, the ice manager, D. Jerombo, who is not going to put up. Uh, I think, uh, I think, I think. No, I, talking- uh, Chad, I'm putting up 24-7 and. The war games. I'm pulling up too. Uh, you're going to defend two belts. JD's not going to put up any. Is that, is that, is that I don't know. Doing? I will. Oh. Uh, All right. So JD, he's going to put up two. What do you What do you say about that? 
Uh, I'll, I'll tell you which belts I will, however, tomorrow night, however, and then I'll give you my answer. Huh? Okay. Well, apparently, like I said, this Thursday on Wolfpack, ladies and gentlemen, apparently there's going to be possibly maybe three, maybe four belts at stake here, folks. Uh, as Fonzie's made the challenge to JD, JD has accepted. Fonzie's now put up both the WWS 24-7 championship and the belt he just now picked up from the Survivor Series Prediction Title Challenge which is the NWA US War Games Championship in a family feud style matchup here, of course. JD will, of course, let us know tomorrow night on Revolution about what belts he plans on, of course, on defend on uh, on of course uh, uh, on defending, of course, on Thursday night. But Fonzie, was there anything else you wish to add besides that? Um yeah. Um Uh, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver, Austin Jeffrey, is done for the season. Uh, just happened, I just saw the bottom thing today, and Mike Evans for Tampa Bay is done for the season with a hamstring. Injury. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be nice tomorrow night. We'll see what happens. Uh, the NXT Triple Threat. Um, yeah, the number one team, Louisville, went down tonight against Texas Tech. Uh, and now you had UConn and Indy and the Hoosers. And like uh, the third. The second half just began, I think. Um, and so you have interesting sports all this week. Um, yeah, big lineup for NFL. A lot of 1 o'clock games, a lot of 4.05, 4.25 Sunday. So I hope we'll see what happens. But uh, get ready, J.D. I'm going to yep. keep my two titles. So... Well, I'm going to get the biggest present of them all. All right. Put up or whatever you want. I, I will. I will. Okay, well. So that's I all care. I got to say. <laughs> all right. Thank, thank, thank you very much, Sir Fonzie and KD, of course, John as well. John's already left us for the night. So we'll talk to him, of course, tomorrow night, of course, on Revolution. <clears throat> uh, on that note here, ladies and gentlemen, I do thank you very much for joining us here tonight for episode 765 of Revolution. Of course, remember, it's 35 episodes out from number 800. Impressive. Very impressive. We're moving very, very fast here, folks, as we, of course, will be 235 episodes away from hitting 1,000. So we are, we are of course, hitting that mark here in a very unique way here, folks. And, we're, of course, we're, we are never going to stop, of course, until we achieve all of our goals here, as we always say here in WCWS. <clears throat> I do want to thank, of course, the Iceman, Jerry Geralmo, as well as, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, as well as, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, for joining me here this evening. And, of course, once again, ladies and gentlemen, anybody that was, of course, trying to get the live video feed tonight from Nitro Thunder, I do extend my humblest apologies for that. But, of course, um, but unfortunately, um, sometimes the Internet can play a little bit of fuel tricks on you here and there. And so it, unfortunately, kind of knocked out our video feed, of course, on Facebook. So hopefully we will, we will be able to have our video feed uh, with no problems, of course, coming up here, of course, tomorrow night 
tomorrow tomorrow night in time for of course our edition of uh, Revolution. <clears throat> but uh, listening to our Triple Threat Wednesday, of course, like I said, outside the ropes, wrestling debate and Revolution, of course, coming up here, uh, starting of course with outside the ropes tomorrow night at 6:30 p.m. <clears throat> uh, a couple of quick plugs as well, worth bring out here to you. Do not forget, of course, to visit Perpetual Uniquity on eBay, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash Perpetual Uniquity, <clears throat> P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. It is, of course, internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. And of course, don't forget, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, of course, so many great items, of course, still up for grabs. Uh, <clears throat> of course, um, so, many, so, many, so much to choose from here, uh, indeed. Um, don't forget, uh, of course, uh, rock and, uh, Kiss and other pieces of rock and roll memorabilia, men's, women's, and children's clothing, uh, classic Hot Wheels cars, of course, books and other knickknacks, and also, of course, uh, video games from the PS3, PS4, PSP, and Xbox 360, as well as, of course, still some DVDs still available. So be sure to check that out here today at Perpetual Uniquity. As we said, internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. And also, folks, do not forget to visit, of course, Bulldog DVD sales and variety, of course, here on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety, <clears throat> where, of course, we still have a lot of big time titles, of course, of every single type of course, DVDs from wrestling to sports to music, uh, <clears throat> of course, different season, different TV shows. Of course, DVD, not just DVD, but also Blu-rays as well here, folks. Of course, of all different types of movies, everything from, of course, children's and other animated movies, to comedy, to drama, to Western, to science fiction, <clears throat> uh, to horror, and pretty much everything in between here, folks. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, every single DVD and Blu-ray posted in the page here, as we got now 21 more days until this special is over with. Every single DVD posted on the page, regardless of single or multiple disc sets, are worth one dollar yes ladies and gentlemen you heard me correctly i said one dollar so be sure be sure to check all that out here check out check out check all that out here today and like as i said as we always say here folks all dvds of course are checked out by yours truly mr w, mr wws chad henshaw of course not a single scratch or flaw on them and if there, if there was one they wouldn't be on the page ladies and gentlemen we always make sure all of our DVDs are in good time quality. And, of course, if you don't believe me, ask, of course, the Iceman, Jerry Geralmo, as well as Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, of course, who, of course, who have bought uh, 28 DVDs from us so far. And, of course, we continue, of course, to strive and thrive here on that. <clears throat> so be sure to check Be sure to check all that out here today. <clears throat> be sure to check that all out. Sure to check all that out here today. Remember, like I said, that one dollar special ends in 21 days here, folks. You might find some here that you might want to get somebody for Christmas. If anybody you know of is looking for something in particular, so be sure to check all that. Be sure to check out all that here today. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> so remember, at Bulldog DVD sales and variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to check us all out here. Today, of course, like I said, more more will be added on here, of course, really very soon. More DVDs and Blu-rays are coming in about every day. So we'll definitely be adding a, a new list, of course, with possibly and maybe a DVD Blu-ray mixture as we've done that before, too. Be sure to check that out here today at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. <clears throat> Remember, $1 special ends on December 31st. Revolution episode 765 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. 
where we, are, of course, are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves and each other here, folks. We'll definitely see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone. And we'll, and we'll, of course, talk to you, of course, here <clears throat> tomorrow night, of course, with Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate, and Revolution starting at 6.30 p.m. for our Triple Threat Wednesday. Be sure not to miss out on that. Uh, let me see, check with the Iceman and see if he's got something. Yes. Like- I do, and uh, let's just say it's a little funny and crude at the same time. So everyone's going to get a big laugh out of this, I think. Okay, then here, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and not, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the closest out here tonight, 765 Revolution. Here is the Iceman with his very unique closing theme. Yeah, I don't think we're hearing anything, JD. Know what's going on here? You know you're trying to each other. No, oh, brothers and sisters don't. Africa for a reason, Ryan. To separate you and your sister. You're crazy. Oh yeah? What's this? He's my present. Oh. Your son and Ryan. This has been together. Morning to the smell of you and Folgers Colombian dark rose. Will you make me the happiest brother? Dad! Get off of him! I love him! Stop it! No! Stop it! I just love my brother! Ladies and gentlemen, this is the WWS Radio Network. We'll talk to you tomorrow night, starting with Outside the Ropes. Take care. And have some folders while you're at it. Thank you. (laughs) With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.